You're listening to Volume Up, a podcast to entertain, inspire, and encourage you to live life unapologetically. I'm Leslie Jesperson, and I am so happy you're here. Welcome to Volume Up, the edition number bajillion where Leslie is driving in her car by herself and feels the need to talk about something that just came in as a download. And this always happens when I'm driving. So no, this is not recorded with any fancy podcasting equipment. This is just voice memo with my phone in its mount while I'm driving. So here we go. Today, we're going to talk about parenting. If you are not familiar because I actually don't talk about my children too often, I don't think. I am a mama of a 14-year-old boy and a 9-year-old girl. I had kids at a very young age. I was pregnant on my 21st birthday. You don't need to hear all of that background. But the point I am going to make today is that... By trying so hard to protect our children, I'm wondering if we're doing them a disservice. And we're going to get into why I'm talking about this. And I don't think my friend will be offended. I was inspired to talk about this because a childhood friend of mine that we've both known each other since we were babies, we have very extremely different political views. But for the most part, I think that we do an okay job at like talking through things. And I pride myself on being able to see other people's political views, but also find some kind of middle ground in explaining maybe why other people might, might feel differently than you. And that's okay. You know, instead of being so extreme in our beliefs maybe we can do some good in the world and find common ground. So anyway, so she has three kiddos and she posted saying there's absolutely no reason why six to 12 year olds need cell phones and that technology is destroying our world. So at first I was like, Mm, am I? No, I guess I'm not really triggered because, yeah, my kids have phones, but, you know, they didn't have iPhones as soon as they could talk or anything like that. I was pretty anti-technology when it, come, when it comes to that stuff, but I co-parent with their dad. Their dad is the one who got them their first iPads, their first tablets. I got my son, my 14-year-old, an iPhone probably about three years ago solely because it was like $10 a month to add a line and the iPhones were buy one, get one free. That's why he got, um, an iPhone. But until then he had a prepaid so that he could, as he started like socializing and making friends, they could exchange phone numbers and they could get in touch with each other because 
our co-parenting schedule is, is a little hectic and like I'd have like eight-year-olds calling hi is you blah, 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 there I'm not saying my kids names on this one we'll get into that too and I'd be like no he's with his dad and then I'd be giving his dad's cell phone number out and then his dad would be like yeah what the fuck you know so that's why he had a cell phone and my nine-year-old has had her own iPad for a while but we are I'll, I'll be the first to admit we don't have all the the safety apps on there that are available but my ex and I are on the same page pretty much when it comes to how we raise our children and that you know if at any point we ask to see your devices you hand them over now here's where it gets tough okay I just had to I'm actually heading to the airport but my kids are with their dad and I just stopped by his house to give them a hug my kids not my ex we're not that close um, so I forgot where I was and side note, what keeps me from podcasting more often is the task of editing. So I'm not going to edit this. I'm just going to keep, I'm going to try and pick up where I left off. So kids, technology, cell phones, here's the thing. My nine-year-old daughter, um, she doesn't have a cell phone. She doesn't really have a need for a cell phone because as of now, She's not going anywhere without me or without her dad that she would need to call me. But she does have iMessage on her iPad to stay in contact with me while she's at her dad's, to stay in contact with her dad while she's with me, and to talk with grandma, you know, those kind of things. When it comes to privacy. She knows, like, I just, I feel like if we have open, respectful conversations with our kids and lay it all out, here's the good, the bad, and the ugly. And here's what's expected of you. And here are the responsibilities that come with having a smartphone or a smart device. I feel like if we approach things in that manner versus saying, absolutely not, you're not having that thing, that is evil, we're setting our kids up for failure because, and here's why I feel this way. Hold on, I forgot to put my seatbelt on. I'm at a red light, guys, it's fine. Here's here's why I say that. Um, I grew up in a very, very strict household. I will never forget... I went to my dad's. Now my parents are divorced. I was at my dad's for the weekend. And my dad still disciplined me. I had rules. I had responsibilities. But it was not nearly as strict as my mom's. So when I went to my dad's and I would go to my friend's house who lived near my dad. And they had things like video games. Oh my God. Mario Kart or like Super Mario Brothers. I wasn't allowed to have that. So it was like, it was open season for me. I learned about life 
from my friends' houses. Not so much from my parents. And I'll never forget, I painted my nails and I was probably, I don't know, nine, probably the age my daughter is now. I painted my nails while at my friend's house. You know, I didn't do anything crazy. Um, my stepdad made me sit there and pick it off and I was in trouble. Like I got in trouble when I got home and little things like that were just, they affected me. And as I got older, I didn't respect my mom and stepdad. I resented the shit out of them and I I lied to them all the time and I'm a bad liar. So I just got myself into more trouble. And as much as I tried to have a good relationship with my mom, when it came to, like I told her the first time I had sex, uh, it just wasn't, it, it was never easy because I felt like no matter what I wanted to do, it wasn't okay. And the reason I'm talking about this is because if we teach our children that technology is evil and technology is bad, but they go to school or they go to friends' houses and they see their friends using this, this stuff, these phones, these iPads, these tablets, they're on YouTube, they're going to get curious. And wouldn't you rather them learn about it from you than rebel and learn it from somebody else and you have no idea what they're doing at their friends' houses and then like are you just not going to let them go to friends' houses because that's what my life my childhood was like I had one friend maybe two whose house I was allowed to go over until I was literally in fucking high school you guys I'm not even kidding I It's not that, listen, my house is not a free-for-all. There are definitely consequences, but I rarely have to use the consequences. I really rarely do because I just lay it all out there. You know, the minute that the nine-year-old is on the iPad after I tell her to get off of it, that's it. She's done. It's mine for a couple days. It's, it's not an, childhood and parenting, it's not an all or nothing thing, guys. And we're doing our kids a freaking disservice by treating it that way. Because like it or not, technology is our future, is our world. And the world is really scary in general compared to when it was when we were growing up. Kids need to be able to, so for example... Another reason I was so glad my 14-year-old had his cell phone. He's been... My kids have been in school full-time since October. Yeah, October. And they needed... They found out that one of my son's classmates tested positive for coronavirus. So, rather than having to wait a couple hours for the school staff to figure out protocol and, you know, get all the phone calls. 
My son was able to just text me, hey mom, you got to come get us right now because someone tested positive. And that was that. You know, it's, it's so, it's so nice. My son has, um, some socialization, socialization, socialization is not as, as easy for him. He has Asperger's tendencies. So over the summer, he went to a friend's house and I liked that he had his phone with me because I was able to check in on him. If anything, I'm more of a helicopter mom because he has his cell phone and I'm checking in. How's it going? Let me know. You know, and I think it was a comfort for him to know that anytime he was ready to go, he had had enough. He needed to like decompress and was on sensory overload. He could text me or call me. That being said, I'm not naive. You won't see pictures of my children all over my Instagram because I know my Instagram audience. I know that there's weird, creepy dudes saving my photos. I know that TikTok can be used to traffic children. I know that. And my children know that too. So when, you know, a friend of my daughter's is doing TikTok dances, is she allowed in those dances? Absolutely not. And, and she knows that if I find out that she's on there, there will be serious consequences. But she has no desire to, because I explained to her, hey, I know it's fun to do the dances and you guys can learn the dances all you want. But you're not posting that because there are disgusting people in this world who don't need to see that. You know, I just think that we complicate things sometimes. And as moms, as parents, I'm not saying that I am mom of the year. In fact, I often think I'm a pretty shitty mom, but don't like, don't we all have that mom guilt? Like nothing, there's always something we could have done differently because this doesn't, life does not come with a handbook parenting when I got pregnant at 20 years old and gave birth to my first kid at 21 there were I literally I didn't even know I had to deliver a placenta so you can just take that for what it is but I think my kids are growing up semi okay they're not sheltered but they're not corrupt either do you know what I mean So I just want you to take that for what it is. If you are afraid of technology and if you're afraid of terrible, awful shit happening to your kids, that's normal. And that's, that means you're a good mom. You're a good parent. But think about what happens as our kids get older and, you know, those teen years God help me, I'm not there yet with my daughter, but uh, put it this way, on my 18th birthday, the first year, I went and got two tattoos and my belly button pierced. We rebel, right? I don't want my kids to rebel. They're short. Sure, there's going to be things here and there, but 
I want them to have all of the information and I want them to have the morals to make their own decisions and make, you know, quote unquote, the right ones. Because at the end of the day, that's our job as parents, right? To raise functioning members of the next generation. Don't deprive your kids of things because you, because that's how you had it. Or I, 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 I don't know. Maybe that didn't come out right, but just be, out of out of fear. Maybe maybe that's the way I want to say it. We can't make fear based parenting decisions because it only hurts them. And we're gonna fuck up. We're gonna make a lot of like decisions that we might regret. But there's no harm in in saying like I've I've said to my kids before like oh. I look, normalize apologizing to your kids first of all. I've definitely done that. But there have been times where you know, I start reading all of this crazy shit that can happen on Reddit and Tumblr and I don't even know what the hell these apps are, honestly, but I start reading and you know, the grooming and the trafficking and I just want to go rip my son's phone out of his hands and go through everything. But I know that if I just walk into his room and be like, hey, listen, this is a thing. And can you take your phone out right now and show me what kind of things you talk about on Tumblr and Reddit? And he does. And I'm like, okay, fair enough. Is this a lot of this teenage boy talk? Yeah. Do I like it? No. So I say, all right, thank you for showing me. Um, here's the thing. Talking that way is not really appropriate. And this is, you know, this is your warning. I don't want to see you doing that anymore. Okay. Okay. And that's that. And you guys, I trust him and, and God forbid he's lying. That's on me. But that trust that open line of communication and giving them the opportunity to succeed versus setting them up to fail, I think might be a more successful option, you know? I'm very curious to hear your thoughts on this. I have enjoyed having conversations on Facebook about this. Um, please feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Leslie underscore Jesperson, or you can email me at hi, H-I, at lesliejesperson.com. And thank you for listening. Make sure that you subscribe so you get notifications every time I release a podcast, which will be more often. Thank you for uh, hanging in here with me. And I really appreciate your time and you're doing a great job at life. Okay, bye.